Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. I can't believe it's been almost two years since I've last hosted a live training. Well, consider this a manifestation because for the first time in almost two years, I'm hosting a live three-day money manifestation training called Cashflow. And the best part, it's absolutely free to join. We're going to be talking all about raising your financial set point, taking your power back when it comes to money so that it no longer has its hold on you, having money respond to you as the sovereign queen of money, not the other way around, becoming wealthy without frying your nervous system, the exact steps to accessing financial abundance for life, and so much more. You can sign up for this free training at manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. We start May 15th, and I can't wait to see you there. Hi, Catherine. I hope you're well. So my question is that people say you should detach from your desires so that they can actually manifest in your life. You shouldn't want your desires anymore. But what I don't understand is how do we do that? Like, how do we trick our mind into thinking that our desires are already here, that we don't need them anymore? Can you please elaborate on this topic? Thank you. What an excellent question. And thank you so much for helping me co-create this episode. I believe your name was Nancy in the submission form. So thank you so much for your question. Okay, let's dive in. Manifestation is all about the law of attraction, right? Amongst several other laws of the universe. And according to hermetic principles or teachings or philosophy, we live in the mental universe. The all is mind, the universe is mental. That comes from a book called The Kabbalion. Highly recommend it. Talks about these hermetic principles and teachings and philosophies and like the universal laws that apply. And this is why the mind is queen. And the mind sets the frequency at which our reality, which is also a part of the mental universe, responds to us. And the mind um, follows the universal laws. Okay, so this is where the law of attraction comes in. Whatever frequency that you're vibrating at, depending on your internal state of consciousness, is the reality that you're going to attract. So when we're in a state of wanting, we are immediately, immediately an energetic match to not yet having. You can't want and have at the exact same time. Okay, maybe you can have and want more 
at the same time, right? But let's say you've maxed yourself out on how much you could possibly have something, like you have no more capacity of having that thing. When you've reached that level, you can see how it's not possible to want anymore. It's just, there's no capacity for wanting. So where my mind goes immediately is like, let's relate this to hunger. When you're hungry, you want food, right? But once you're full, where is the desire for food? If you're someone like me where you're a foodie, you can totally appreciate food still, even if you're full, right? Because food is amazing. It's delicious. You know, if you're a foodie like me, you can find pleasure in so many aspects of food. But you're not in a state when you're full, when you're totally satisfied hunger-wise of I need more food. You're not vibrating on that frequency because you're full. Let's say, especially if you're like really fucking full, (laughs) like there's no way that even a morsel of food that can enter your stomach without causing an emergency of some sort, right? Like a stomach explosion. (laughs) You're so deeply satisfied. You can still appreciate that food exists, right? But you're not in a state of obsessing over having more food. And so now that you're full, you're focused on other things, right? When you take, here's another example. I like to relate this to oxygen too. When you take in a really deep breath, like all the way in where not even a little bit more oxygen can enter, is your focus still on taking in more oxygen? Are you still focused on inhaling? No, you can't possibly be, right? You're not on that frequency anymore. So when you're satisfied, when you're full vibrationally, or let's just relate this back to food. Let's say you're full of food, okay? You're now focused on other aspects of life. Like you're hungry, you eat lunch. Now that you're done with lunch, um, you focus on other things, right? You're not standing there in your kitchen with the refrigerator open like, oh, I need to focus on my next meal. Like the focus of food comes when you're hungry for your next meal. So now you're focused on, let's say you have kids, and it's time to play with your kids. So you can focus on your kids. Now you can focus on your homework. Let's say you're a student or you're currently going through a certification. So you're focused on your homework, right? Or you're focused on your coaching clients if you're a coach, or you're focused on your business, your employees if you're a business owner, or you're just focused on work. Like let's say you're in your corporate job and you're at work, you just had lunch, now your focus shifts. So your thoughts aren't always emanating I want food. I need food, right? You're not vibrating at the frequency of searching for food now that you're full. So the same thing applies here. What would it look like if you were already full when it came to your desire? Sure, you can appreciate your desire still. You can have thoughts about it. That's totally okay. But at the same time, you don't need it anymore because you already have it. By the way, having A lot of people ask, like, what does it mean to have, like to vibrate on the frequency of having? Having is just a feeling. It's an internal state. We so often don't realize that when it comes to manifestation, when it comes to having desires, we don't actually want the thing. (laughs) We don't actually want, you know, the money sitting there in our bank accounts We actually want the feeling that we think that we will feel once we have the thing or the money or whatever it is, once we have the desire. 
So we don't actually just want the dollar bills. We want so much deeper than that to feel safety, to feel security, to feel at peace, to feel content. You want to feel freedom, right? You want the ability to do what you want, when you want to do it, with whom you want to do it, just that ultimate freedom. It's not about the actual thing or it's not about the actual money. And I'll prove this to you. Let's say I dropped $10 million right now. I went to the bank and I did a direct deposit. And from my account to yours, I just dropped $10 million. Okay. It's now in your name. It's a hundred percent yours, but there's only one condition. I told you that you could never touch it ever. Like you cannot use this money ever. You cannot withdraw it from your account. You can't attach it to a debit card or a credit card and spend it. All you can do is you can log into your bank account online and you can check it. You can look at it, but you cannot touch it ever. (laughs) It's there. It's yours. It's in your name, but that's all you can do with it is just look at it. Now, is this going to solve all your money issues? Is this going to make you feel safe and at peace and content and free? All the things that you think that money is going to solve. You have the money, right? But at the same time, you're like, no, Catherine, it's not going to solve any of my problems, right? The money itself is not going to solve this problem because it's just money. It's what you do with the money that is going to help you. It's how you use the money that's going to help you. And more importantly, it's the internal states that you cultivate separately from money that's going to change your life and make you a magnet to endless amounts of money. If I can make you feel safe, secure, content, and all these feelings that you think money is going to give to you, If I can cause you, if I can just wave a magic wand and you feel all those feelings right now, that's it. There's no more desire or need for money, right? Like, like you're like, okay, all my problems are fixed. Because trust me, I've had clients who have had $50,000 months when they started working with me and their desire was to hit 100K months or something, you know, more. And I realized that even at 50K months, I pointed out to them that they still felt deeply unsafe financially. And their thought of just having more money would fix the issue is totally flawed. Because that's like being ridiculously full after Thanksgiving dinner and thinking that more food is going to feel satisfying. There's plenty of money already there. It's not about the money. It's about your internal state. Having versus wanting is an internal game. So if you already had the desire, if you're already honored that you're already full, what would you feel? Where would your attention be? What would you focus on? What would you be doing on a daily basis? Your job is to tap into that energy that frequency, right? Not the desire itself, although it's fun to think about for sure. Like it's fun to appreciate the food, (laughs) but tap into the energy of already being full. 
Okay. What do you do beyond it? What do you do because you already have it? What are you thinking about? What are you believing? What are you focused on because you already have it? Because you're already full. So for example, long before I had the money I have today, when I was completely broke, living on my grandma's couch, I would always ask myself, like knowing these principles, I've known these principles since I was 16 years old. And anytime my focus would shift away from this, I would just come back to these basics. And even then when I went all in on the law of attraction, all in on manifestation, when I went all in and did my one-year experiment, knowing these principles, believing them to be true because they were really useful to think about, not because I, you know, they're the ultimate, ultimate truth, but because they were useful for me in cultivating a mindset that was incredibly positive and helpful for me. That was causing me to focus on what's going right in my life instead of what's going wrong. That was uplifting me from states of depression rather than sending me into the depths of depression. Do you see the difference here? And then your job is to prove that manifestation is absolutely real for yourself. It's not about looking for proof. It's about proving it to yourself. So I would always ask myself, who is the version of Catherine who's already a millionaire? What would she do today? Like, let's say I'm just maintaining. I'm not achieving. I'm now maintaining. It's already done. What would that version of me do today? What would that version of me think about right now? How would she feel? How would she uh, feel? Like, how could she cultivate these feelings Or rather, how can I cultivate these feelings that represent how she already feels? What would her beliefs about herself, her life, money be? And that's where I paid all my attention in the having of it, in the maintaining of it, not the striving of it, not the wanting of it, not the not yet having of it. So I immediately started to make decisions like a seven-figure business owner. Just anything in my business where I'm like, hmm, is a seven-figure business, seven-figure business version of myself still do discovery calls? No, because I fucking hate discovery calls. <laughs> um, I decided to, you know, invest money into fixing my car because, you know, the millionaire version of myself doesn't drive a beat-up Jetta. Now, that doesn't mean go into debt and buy a brand new Mercedes. It just means like, hey, I do have the money to fix my car. I'm not allocating that money into fixing my car because I'm still convincing myself that I don't have the money, even though I do. And I can figure out how to allocate this money into fixing my car. So I fixed my car because I completely destroyed it by driving past a wall at my grandma's in my grandma's garage um, by not paying attention. And it just felt like shit driving that car, not because it was a shitty car, not because I didn't appreciate my car, but because it just was completely beat up. Like I had to go fix it. (laughs) And that changed my frequency right there. Um, I stopped talking to my friends and family members like I was struggling financially or like my business wasn't taking off. Even if it wasn't quite yet, I would talk about it. I would respond to questions like it's already in progress. So when people would be like, oh, how's your business going? You know, the the dreaded Thanksgiving dinners, the Christmas dinners, the holiday dinners, right? I just go, oh yeah, it's actually growing really quickly. It's starting to take off. I'm so excited about it. Thanks for asking. That shifted my internal state. 
that shifted my frequency. That allowed me to tap into the version of myself who already has the millions of dollars. I developed a very strong relationship during that time. And still to this day, it only gets stronger, a very strong relationship with God, a really strong relationship with my higher self, with the universe, with source, whatever you want to call it, and really tapped into my feminine energy of receiving, knowing that source is my ultimate provider, not other people, not the world, not the economy, not the government, but source is my provider. And my provider's sole responsibility is to provide for me. I just have to open up my fucking palms and receive. And I would talk to God like it's my best friend who just needed to know how to help me. So this in itself is how I cultivated so many feelings of safety and security. I stopped looking for feelings of safety and security into things that can always change, right? In our physical 3D reality, like things can always shift. I stopped seeking it out of my relationships. I stopped seeking it out of my clients. I stopped seeking for it out of my business. Those things can always shift and change and morph and whatever, And that is actually, those things are actually just a reflection of those feelings. And whatever I feel inside is the kind of relationships and the kind of business that I'm going to attract, the kind of clients that I'm going to attract. So I was like, okay, where, like, what relationship can I cultivate feelings of safety and security from that don't come external to me? Obviously, we can say we can do it with ourselves, but I also think that human beings are, um, what do we call it? Like, um, they're very tribal. Like we are social creatures. And so we do rely on this feeling of belonging and relationships. So I'm like, wait a second, I can just choose to cultivate this relationship with the universe. I can cultivate these feelings from God. Like that is something that doesn't rely on other humans. I know that God is my provider. The universe is the source of my money. And so that brought me immense feelings of safety and security. Um, I started to pay attention to other aspects of abundance being reflected around me to help me feel abundant and to trust that abundance is truth. Lack and scarcity is an illusion. It's a programming. It's what they want us to think. It's the frequency in which we're the most controllable. And abundance is our natural state. It's the natural state of the planet. It's the natural state of nature. It's the natural state of everyone. That's the natural state. So I would tap into nature and just notice how nature is always providing for me. It's providing for everybody. There's so much oxygen available for me at limitless amounts. I can take in a million deep breaths today if I wanted to. I would get as much vitamin D from the sun as I wanted. There is so much food growing out of the ground. I could never go hungry. I noticed all the money that I already had on me, like my phone, my laptop, electricity that's running through these things that that represent money, right? You have to pay for the electricity. Like that's money that I'm surrounded by. Holy shit, that's amazing. The lights that come on, like that's money. Uh, my clothes cost money. Look at how much money I'm wearing right now, my shoes, I'm driving money to work, my car, all this money. I am made of fucking money. The universe is made of money. Money is just an energetic representation of value. 
right? So whatever we receive value from, whether it has like this tangible um, price tag on it or not, it's still money because money is just an energetic representation of money, right? Or physical representation of the energetics of money. Like, holy crap, money's all around me. This is so effing cool. You know, my shaman always talks about shifting your attention. This is where I'm going to leave you. My shaman always talks about shifting your attention. If you can master your attention, you will master life. So where is your attention? Instead of keeping your attention on the not yet having the desire or even wanting the desire, think about your own situation, whatever your desire is, and ask yourself, how can you shift your attention onto already having it? Especially feeling like you already have it. Where else can you cultivate those feelings of already having it outside of the desire that will put you on the same frequency of your desire? Because then here we go. Law of attraction. Like attracts like. That's what the law of attraction is. You know, law of vibration is everything on this planet has a vibration. It's a bunch of vibrating subatomical particles that are made up of 99.9999% space which is just energy. It's all in vibration and everything is vibrating at a particular frequency. And the law of attraction is what's deciding what goes with what, what's getting bunched up together. Birds of a feather flock together, right? So, okay, this is all vibrating on the same frequency. They go together. These are vibrating on the same frequency. These are going together. And that's, that is, that is a mental game right there. It's a mental game. If you can master your mindset, this is what I learned way back in 2016, even before, but I really like embodied it in 2016, which is if I can master my mindset, I will master my life. If you can master your attention, you will master life. This is where all the root causes are because the universe is mental. So what feelings are you searching for right now that you think the desire will give you and how can you tap into those feelings now? So that's the focus for you, babe. I hope that was helpful. Um, If you're listening to this and you're like, I want to submit a question, please do. Like, this is so much fun for me. It's so easy for me to make these episodes. I can pop them out like popcorn Um, and I would love to respond to you. So If you want to co-create another amazing episode together, I'm going to drop the submission form in the show notes. Just leave me um, a question as if you're like sending me a voice note straight to my phone and I will respond with my version of a voice note, which if if you're friends with me, you know you get voice notes this long for me sometimes because when I start channeling through the stuff starts channeling. (laughs) Magic starts channeling through. All right. I love you so much. Thank you so much always for leaving me a review on my podcast, sharing my podcast with others. I appreciate you so much. It's been fun growing this platform and just connecting with you. And I tell everyone that my podcast listeners are my favorite fucking people on this planet. So thank you so much for existing. Thank you for listening. And I will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at Manifestation Babe 
or visiting my website at manifestationbabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.